This is the Saints Podcast with 102.4 Wish FM. Firstly, of course, I mean, the obvious question, um, local derby on Friday against Wigan, the, the rivalry to, to end all rivalries, as it were, in, in this sport. You must be excited. Oh, definitely. You know, I think, um, you know, it wouldn't matter where either side was sitting on the table. I think when you get a derby game that you're going to get the best out of all the players and the fans. And, and the fact that, you know, we're both sitting at the top of the table just adds uh, a bit more excitement to the game. I mean, it is that sort of a, that, that buzz around it for that reason, and of course, just because of the local rivalry, you know, and, and of course, it's a sellout as well. So <laughs> there's going to be plenty of fans there, you know, screaming from both sides. Oh, I think it'd be brilliant. You know, I think we, we're going to play in really well this year. I know it's only early, we only sort of had seven games, and but we're going to play in really good, and, and so are we. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a, a cracking game. Now, if my math is correct, Saints haven't won a Good Friday game for about nine seasons. So if there's ever a time, now is that time. Absolutely. It'd be nice to, to stop that run, that's for sure. So uh, that's, that's what we'll be aiming for. Um, now, of course, for you, this is, this is your first experience of an Easter fixture. Obviously, the Friday and the Monday setup, especially obviously here with Saints. What, what do, you, do you make of that, that kind of setup? Yeah, look, it's a, it's, a, you know, it's a busy schedule, obviously, playing Friday, Monday, and then Friday. But um, that's one we just got to accept. You know, and, and I won't be looking any further than Friday until after the game Friday. So I'll just only focus on Wigan. I won't even look at witness. Um, just put everything into this Friday. And, and the minute that, that game finishes, and hopefully finishes with us winning, then and then I'll prep for, for witness. So I won't even discuss uh, Monday with the boys. We'll just totally uh, focus on Friday. And, of course, the last Good Friday game last year was the first game that this this club played without Kieran Cunningham when he left now obviously I can't ask you about that because you weren't here naturally way, way before your time but to watch how Saints have moved from that position that turbulent time that we're in to now being top of the table for this game is, is brilliant oh yeah yeah it's um it's good you know the players have, have worked hard uh, in the in the pre-season we start the season well so yeah we're in a good place um but you know we, we know how much it, it means to so many people you know the players the staff and family friends and everyone in the town you know it's been following following the team since they were kids and it doesn't matter if you're a kid or, or an elderly person you know you know if you want to beat Wigan and, and I understand that I understand the importance and and now uh, we'll be doing everything we can to win um, now Regan Grace had his debut in the last Good Friday game. Um, obviously, you joined later on after that, after he'd been he'd been saying for a little bit. Um, but how has he come on as a as a player since you sort of came in and and saw what it was like to now this game to mark twelve months is his his debut. Yeah, look, I think he, he's improving all the time, Regan, and um, he's a pleasure to coach. He's a, he's a young guy that's got plenty of speed, which you know is what everyone's after. So he's got it in bucket loads, which is great. And and uh, yeah, he's been a great young player, and he's really cemented his spot in the team and yeah, looking forward to him playing again on Friday. Now you alluded to it before, obviously, with Wigan and, and yourself sort of being right up there, but does that just add an added pressure? You've been right at the top of that table and been in such a good run and you have the rivalry, the fact that you haven't won a good Friday for, for nine seasons and being right at the top sat up there and the, the team to beat, as it were, not just on Friday but for Witness on Monday as well. So does that sort of put it even higher? It, it puts it high, but I wouldn't say it adds more pressure. I think that you can't get any more pressure than, than a derby game. As I said, it wouldn't matter where you're sitting. You know, Fans will tell me that um, it doesn't matter if we don't win a game or as long as we beat Wigan. So there you go. It doesn't matter whether we're sitting at the top or the bottom. They, <laughs> they just want to see who's beat Wigan. So I don't completely agree with that statement, but, um, but I, I think it just stresses the importance of, of what it would mean if, if we were to beat Wigan on Friday. So I understand that, um, but I don't think there's more pressure on where we're sitting on the table. So uh, it's just another... Uh, another game that we want to win that's for sure now as I said off mic I've been this is the third press I've done today and I've asked every coach the same question how do you manage such a 
tight turnaround. You know, you've got the Friday game and the Monday game. Um, so I'm going to ask you the same. I mean, there's always a temptation, I suppose, to, to throw everything in the kitchen sink at your Friday game, especially with it being, you know, that bravery that we've been spoke, speaking about. But then do you run the risk of sort of, you know, burning out before Monday, as it were, and maybe not having enough in the tanks to, to take on witness, I suppose? Yeah, no, I think the only way to play it is put everything into Friday, you know, and even though it is Wigan, I, th- I would have done that no matter who we're playing. You know, the comps that even that you can't go in to a game worrying about another game that hasn't happened yet you've got to put everything and all your focus on and our focus is on this Friday you know I haven't even mentioned next Monday and I won't be mentioning it till, till after full time on Friday so we're just going to put everything into this first game and everyone's in the same boat it's not like we're backing up Monday and no one's played on Friday witness have played as well so um, we'll just get on with it the players love playing it just means less training so you know it's just another chance they get to play rugby league so um, yeah we'll We'll, we'll deal with it, but as I said, the, the only focus for us is Friday. Now, Adam Swift, um, obviously, uh, I'll ask you about his, uh, how he's doing in a second, but um, a bit of a blow for you, obviously, having to shuffle around your back row. But, of course, there are, you know, you start several combination choices. You can move people in and out and, and sort of move into different different uh, parts of, of, of the squad, as it were. So is that by design, or is that just happened since you've come here, that that just happens to be, you know, something you can do? Um... Oh, I think you've got to have some depth in your squad and, and it's disappointing. Swifty won't play for the next few weeks. Um, he's been playing great for us, but you know we've got, we've got some good players that can come in there and, as you said, we've got a couple of options on, on how we go about that. So, look, it's um, you need depth in your squad and, and we've got that. So um, it's disappointing to, to not have Swifty there because he's been playing so great, but, but we'll be OK. And staying with Swifty, how is he? I mean, you just had a couple of weeks there. I think his shoulder came out, but it sort of went back in. So how, how's he looking? Yeah, well, the, the, it's mixed news. The good news is he doesn't need surgery, so that's the good news. So, um, But obviously he'll probably be five or six weeks with rehabilitation. So um, the bad news is he'll be five or six weeks. The good news is it, it's, it could have been a lot worse. So it's good that he doesn't require surgery and he'll just um, get a rehab program going and hopefully we get him back soon. I think it's John Wilkins' uh, 400th game as well on, on Friday, which is quite a landmark uh, for him. So, you know, another exciting thing. Yeah, it's great. You know, um, Wilco has been fantastic for the club and to play his 400th game in, in a derby against Wigan at home is, is huge. And you know, he's been playing fantastic for us this year. He's probably our best last week. So uh, it'd be great for him and it'd be great for us to get a win for him. The Saints Podcast with 102.4 Wish FM. Well, finally, great to talk to Regan Grace. It uh, seems as though you've uh, really settled down in the Saints first team now and another good win tonight. Yeah, of course. Um, just with the boys around you, it just helps you settle into a team, I guess, full of experience and everything. And they're all um, more than happy to pass it on to me. So, And, uh, yeah, things are going well at the moment. We're uh, doing pretty well. I think six, uh, five from six. Is it? Yeah, five from six. And... Um, it's just keeping the, the ball rolling, really. Just keep on top of it and keep doing the right things to keep it going, are we? So to Justin Holbrook, it was his first visit to Craven Park. It'd be yours as well. What did you make of the place? Yeah, definitely mine, uh, my first appearance on first team anyway because I think I played there when I was 18 for 19s. But um, it's a different atmosphere again, like insane now, very loud and everything. And um, just makes you have to talk a little bit more and... It ramps them up as well, so you just got to try and match it as well. I don't know what uh, teams sort of see in the uh, the videos, but they tend to target you a little bit um, during the games. But I'll tell you what, you answered every question today defensively, and uh, going forward, you're a fair handful as well. Yeah, I think it'd be the same for both sides, but um, yeah, just react to what's, what's there in front of you, like. So, 
And uh, in terms of uh, this, this team that you've come into, I mean, it's in such good form, isn't it? I mean, uh, you'll have had a bit of experience under Kieran Cunningham last year, but I guess the experience under Justin Holbrook is completely different, isn't it? Um, you're bo- both really good, but, but yeah, bo- both different in their own ways. Both got different styles, but um, I enjoyed both. Like I'm one, of, I'm a type of person who just loves to learn. So, and what I've learned from my my past coaches has, has helped me be the player I am today. So I thank every every one of them really. And in terms of your learning experience, facing Wigan next week will be a, a learning curve. I know you've faced them a couple of times already, but a good Friday at the Totally Wicked is certainly a bit of a different kettle of fish. You looking forward to it? Yeah, hundred percent. They're my favourite games to play in. So um, they have been since I came through the academy because I've learned what that rivalry is about and how big it is. Is is the biggest thing you'll ever play in in your career. So. Um, looking forward to it. Yeah, Benny Barber's got two tries tonight. He'll take a lot of the plaudits. What's it like to play with a, a player of his calibre? He's one of the finest players in in world rugby. I guess for a, a young man like yourself, it's a bit of a pleasure, isn't it? It is honestly. Like um, I think he's improved my game a lot as well because just how smart he is and um, just little tiny bits just drip off onto you and make you a better player. And um, it's it's um, it's very nice to be him to be on our side though and not have to play against him because he is very dangerous and. He can do anything. Like he can hit anybody, like with the ball. Everyone's an option. So, and it's good when that's on your side as well, because it's good for me. It gives me a lot of ball. Because so, yeah. Good. Um, Mark Percival, that partnership's coming on quite nicely. Are you finding him to be a fairly able partner in, inside of you? Yeah, definitely. Um, like again, him. He's passed on a lot of knowledge to me, and uh, I think we're like gelling really well now. We're in sync with what we do, and. Um, it's just it's going well for us, yeah, I think. What's your preparation going to be like for, for this week? Are you going to do anything different with it being uh, Wigan come Good Friday? Um, not at all, same as every week. Just do the little things right and um, just prepare well as every other week and, sh- and, and know that it's going to be a big game. Like Now, every week in Super League is a big game. There's no easy games or anything, so every, everyone's the same. We prepare the same every week. You've had a year now in the, the Saints jersey. I think one of your, your debut was actually at the DW in, in last year's uh, Good Friday game, if I remember remember rightly. So it's it's been a year now. I mean, do you, do you feel well and truly a, a, a rugby league player? Having come from a, a rugby union background now, are you are you are you all nice and settled in this Saints team? Um, I, well, all, no, not really. I think I think that um, you need to be up like near 100, 100 games to to be established first team player. Like, but. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I understand the game a lot more than I first did when I came, and um, things just come natural to me before that. I had to just think about and like remind myself to do so. Um, and the speed of the first teams also sped that up as well. So, yeah. you've been listening to the Saints podcast with one hundred two point four Wish FM.